So in my imagination, as I'm drifting off to sleep in a state akin to sleep, a physical immobility, in my mind's eye, I place myself where I would be were my desire already an objective fact. And this is how we manifest our dreams. All right, welcome back to another episode of Daily Neville. I am your host, Josiah Brandt, and Daily Neville is all about breaking down the teachings of Neville Goddard, making them easy to understand, easy to digest, easy to apply in 20 minutes or less. Today, we're continuing with chapter 23 of The Power of Awareness by Neville Goddard. And chapter 23 is all about success stories. We're going to do two success stories today because there's two short ones. So we're going to talk about the Air Force family, and we're going to talk about the renting of the city home so that the person can attend the country home. Now, both of these stories are provided by Neville's clients and uh, people that he has personally consulted with. So he has gotten these case histories, as he calls them, from the parties involved personally. So this is going to be the fourth story, success story, in the chapter titled Case Histories. And Neville writes, this was told by the aunt in the story to the entire audience at the conclusion of one of my lectures. During the question period, following my lecture on the law of assumption, a lady who had attended many lectures and had had personal consultation with me on a number of occasions, rose and asked permission to tell a story illustrating how she had successfully used the law of assumption. She said that upon returning home from the lecture the week before, she had found her niece distressed and terribly upset. The husband of the niece, who was an officer in the Army Air Force stationed in Atlantic City, had just been ordered, along with the rest of his unit, to active duty in Europe. She tearfully told her aunt that the reason she was upset was that she had been hoping her husband would be assigned to Florida as an instructor. They both loved Florida and were anxious to be stationed there and not to be separated. Upon hearing this story, the aunt stated that there was only one thing to do, and that was to apply immediately the law of assumption. Let's actualize it, she said. If you were actually in Florida, what would you do? You would feel the warm breeze. You would smell the salt air. You would feel your toes sinking down into the sand. Well, let's do all of that right now. They took off their shoes and they turned out the lights. And in imagination, they felt themselves actually in Florida, feeling the warm breeze, smelling the sea air, pushing their toes into the sand. 48 hours later, the husband received a change of orders. His new instructions were to report immediately to Florida as an Air Force instructor. Five days later, his wife was on a train to join him. While the aunt, in order to help her niece attain her desire, joined in with the niece and assuming the state of consciousness required, she did not go to Florida. That was not her desire. On the other hand, that was the intense longing of the niece. 
Now, what I love about these success stories is that there's very practical application of these ideas that could otherwise be considered a little bit ethereal or esoteric in nature. The practical application of these ideas is incredibly important because if we don't know how to apply these ideas to everyday situations, then what is the point of knowing the secrets of the universe, the wisdom of the ages? We have to be able to apply it to our daily life situations. So in this case, when someone comes to you distressed, in this case, as, as the aunt experienced her niece coming to her distressed, saying, oh, I was hoping for one thing, and then we got some sort of news suggesting it's going to be something else. What do you do? You immediately assume that which you desire to have harden into fact. Now, probably the most practical example I can give from my personal life about how I do this is when I have misplaced something. Could be keys, could be a driver's license, could be a passport, could be a cell phone. Doesn't matter. Whatever and whenever I find that I have misplaced something and I look where I think it is and I see it's not there, I immediately stop looking for it. I immediately stop looking for it. And instead, I close my eyes and I hold the object in my hand and I feel it. And I feel the, re- the relief that I have refound my object keys, cell phone, passport, whatever it is, right? I have found my object and I hold it in my hand and I feel the weight of it and I feel it real. And then I stop looking for it and I go about my business. And usually what happens, it's down to a science at this point. I do that and within three minutes, I will get a very clear image in my mind's eye of exactly where the item is and I can walk right up to it and I can pick it up. This is a very practical, pragmatic application of the law of assumption because I can assume that I'm holding the thing in my hand. And then that contradicts what the world is suggesting, which is this item is lost. By assuming that I'm holding it in my hand, I am creating the conditions, paving the way the father in me does the work to be able to walk right up to that object and pick it up. So it's a very pragmatic way to apply this wisdom. Let's move on to success story number two from the power of awareness here, chapter 23, case histories. Neville writes, This case is especially interesting because of the short interval of time between the application of this law of assumption and its visible manifestation. Now, before we continue this, the interval of time is always a question, it seems, in these communities. People ask that all the time. How how long is this supposed to take? I've noticed in my life, when I am assuming the feeling of the wish fulfilled about something, usually the gestation period is three days. Three days. Usually it's three days. I'll have an imaginal conversation, I'll perform an imaginal act, and usually on the third day, something changes uh, physically. You know, visible manifestation happens in the external world that confirms to me that my imaginal act was successful. So for me, it's generally about three days. Now, are there bigger things that take longer? No, not really. There really is no size involved, bigger, smaller, not really a thing. You can manifest things instantly, but a lot of it has to do with your resistance to it. Now, you may think I have zero resistance to this, and you may be, you may be real on that. That may also be a thing for you that you have no resistance. However, some people have resistance that isn't immediately apparent. Some people think they have no resistance, but really, if you really took a look at the habits and patterns of thought, thinking, self-talk, mental diets, all these things that we talk about at the School of Imagination is being Uh, key components of the process of manifestation, you'll find that they're actually not aligned to a resistance-less way of being. So they may think one way, 
but their actual state of being may be in, in direct contradiction and may be creating resistance. So you have to really look at this. Can you release resistance completely? Well, part of releasing resistance, part of that process is releasing attachment to how long you think it's going to take. You have to release attachment. You can assume that it happens on a certain day, but you not in a way where you're holding on to it, but rather in a way where you just assume that you are the creative power and that it will happen exactly as you need it to happen. And then you let it go and you stop worrying about it. And that's a key thing to understand. The release of attachment, just assuming that it is done. The release of attachment in many ways is part of the release of resistance. Now let's get to Neville's story here about the short interval of time between application and manifestation. A very prominent woman came to me in deep concern. She maintained a lovely city apartment and a large country home. But because of the many demands made upon her were greater than her modest income, it was absolutely essential that she rent her apartment if she and her family were to spend the summer at their country home. In previous years, the apartment had been rented without difficulty early in the spring. But the day she came to me, the rental season for summer sublets was over. The apartment had been in the hands of the best real estate agents for months, but no one had been interested even in coming to see it. When she had described her predicament, I explained how the law of assumption could be brought to bear on solving her problem. Here's the key. Neville's going to share the secret right now. I, Neville, suggested that by imagining that the apartment had been rented by a person desiring immediate, immediate occupancy, and by assuming that this was the case, her apartment actually would be rented. In order to create the necessary feeling of naturalness, the feeling that it was already a fact that her apartment was rented, I suggested that she drift into sleep that very night, imagining herself not in her apartment, but in whatever place she would sleep were the apartment suddenly rented. She quickly grasped the idea and said that in such a situation, she would sleep in her country home, even though it were not yet opened for the summer. Now, this is the idea of what, uh, this is similar to the idea of what Flossie, Florence Scovel Shin, shares as the concept of digging your ditches. You assume that what you desire is already a fact. And so you start planning for it. You start planning, well, where, if it were suddenly rented, where would I sleep? Oh, I would sleep in my country home. Okay, let me go ahead and, and plan for it. Let me go ahead and prepare for it. Let me go ahead and sleep there in imagination now. Digging the ditches. Now, digging the ditches is a term that dates back to, uh, it's, it's an agricultural term. It's this idea of digging ditches to capture rainfall. So you're praying for rain. Well, if you're going to pray for rain, you better dig some ditches to capture the rainfall so you don't just flood the land, right? So it's this idea of, of preparing. So digging ditches, kind of an outdated term, but maybe you can get the idea of how that could be applied in whatever it is that you are preparing for. This interview, Neville writes, took place on Thursday. At nine o'clock, the following Saturday morning, she phoned me from her home in the country excited and happy. She told me that on Thursday night, she had fallen asleep, actually imagining and feeling that she was actually sleeping in her other bed in her country home, many miles away from the city apartment that she was physically occupying. On Friday, the very next day, a highly desirable tenant 
one who met all of her requirements as a responsible person, not only rented the apartment, but rented it on the condition that he could move in that very day. So here we have an example of not only manifesting a certain situation, but also manifesting very specific conditions of that situation. So it wasn't just, oh, I need my apartment to be rented. It was, oh, I need my apartment to be rented to someone who will take immediate occupancy. Okay, let me go ahead and run through that scenario in my mind's eye. What would be, what would happen if that were the case? What would, what would I do if my phone rang and someone said, I want your apartment, I need it today. What would I do? I would immediately go sleep in my country home, even though it's not actually open for the season. So what do I do? In my mind's eye, in my imagination, in a state akin to sleep, remember physical immobility, a clear burning desire, physical immobility, and imaginal picture. Those are the three things, remember? So in my imagination, as I'm drifting off to sleep in a state akin to sleep, a physical immobility, in my mind's eye, I place myself where I would be were my desire already an objective fact. And this is how we manifest our dreams. In the comments below, share your success story. Have you used the law of assumption? Have you used persistent assumption to manifest your dream? Share in the comments below. It can be a big story, so-called big story. It can be a so-called small story, like finding your keys. Share it in the comments below. Inspire yourself. Inspire others who will read your words. Tap the thumbs up button to help others find this awesome success story of the law of assumption. And subscribe to this channel so that you get daily Neville in your feed tomorrow. Imagine wisely, my friends, and I'll see you in the next.